I'm just kidding and he's just kidding, just kidding is what we do. We're just kidding and they're just kidding, you kid a little bit too. When we feel like singing, we invite some friends. We'll have some fun and laugh a lot and hope it never, hope it never. I'm just kidding and he's just kidding, just kidding is what we do. We're just kidding and they're just kidding, you kid a little bit too. John Wood. And welcome to Just Kidding. How are you doing, Dan? Oh, I'm doing fine, John. You How look you well. Doing? You look very well. And you're looking a lot well better yourself. than the last time I saw you. <laughs> oh, you're looking yeah. great. Well, enough about us. <laughs> okay, because that music, that Irish music. I love that music. We played that to introduce our next guest, who is here with us today, Mr. Neil DeBerka from Ireland. Good morning, Emerald gentlemen. Island. How are you today? Hi, Good morning, Neil. Neil. How are Good you? Morning. Welcome. Brilliant, John. Brilliant, Dan, to be here and to meet you both. A lovely day in L.A., as always. Absolutely. Now, you are a storyteller. I am. I am. I've been here telling stories in the U.S. I'm about to get on the Jolly Green Shamrock and go back to Ireland today. Ah, today. I'll be there tomorrow morning, and everyone will be saying, what was it like in America? And I'll be saying it was fantastic. He's ah, great, lovely. Lovely audience. Good. And I bet you've got a story for us today. I have. But you know what? It's not an Irish one. Is that okay? Yeah, fine. Sure. Yeah, we love stories. Because I love telling stories from all over the world. This one's actually from Asia. It's about how Tiger got his stripes and it goes like this. Truly, I am the handsomest of all the creatures who live in the forest, said Tiger, as he admired his reflection in the mountain pool one morning. It was true. He had a wonderful black pelt shining in the sunlight. His muscles rippled, and he thought to himself, I think I'll go and pay a visit to my old friend Buffalo. He lives at the bottom of the mountain forest. I haven't seen him in a while. I wonder how he's doing. And Tiger then crept down the side of the mountain forest to the lowland, where he saw his friend in the fields. But his friend was tied to something. He was pulling something through a field. A plough. And there was a human with him. The human was working the plough, guiding the buffalo along. Tiger had heard of these humans, that they were pesky creatures. I wonder what my friend is doing with a human. Best I find out. And so he crept through the tree line, right up behind the human and buffalo. The sun rose high in the sky. And then the human, he unyoked the buffalo from the plough and said, I'll see you later, friend. I'm going home for lunch. Can you help me do a bit of work in the afternoon? I'll bring some extra special treat from the house for you. The buffalo went and sat beneath the shade of a tree. The human departed. Tiger walked up to Buffalo and he said, Hello, Buffalo, how are you doing? Oh, it's great to see you, Tiger. It's been a long time. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I see you're quite friendly with that human. 
pesky creatures. Why are you so friendly with him? And why were you helping him work? Oh, because he's very smart. I help him work. I, I plow the fields for him and then he, he brings me food and nice sweet foods, which I like. It goes with the grass I like to eat too. And he's got this great intelligence. He figures things out with it. What you mean, intelligence? Well, it makes him the smartest of all the animals. He wouldn't believe the things he thinks of. <laughs> He's managed to make himself the most fabulous place to live. Is that right, is it? Well, I think I'm going to take his intelligence. Because I'm the lord of all the jungle and I don't see why no human could be better than me. I'll wait for him here, behind this tree. And so the tiger hid behind the tree. And when human came back, tiger jumped out and he grabbed him and he said, Oi! I hear you've got this thing called intelligence. I want you to give it to me, and if you don't, I'll kill you. You'll kill me? Yes, I'll kill you. <laughs> what is this intelligence? Give it to me now. You want me to give you my intelligence? Yeah, hand it over now, right? I can't. Why not? <laughs> I left it at home. You left it at home? Go and get it now and bring it back to me. <gasps> okay, I'll go and get it now. Bring it back to you right away, but... Um... And then the human, just as he was turning away to run along the path from whence he'd come. He turned to Tiger and he said, I don't think I should leave you alone with my friend Buffalo, though. Why not? He's my friend, too. Well, I don't know that. You might eat him up when I'm gone. I've heard about you tigers. You really are ferocious. I won't eat him. Just hurry up and get me the intelligence. Hurry, you hear me? <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I, I don't really trust you, Mr. Tiger. Well, what will make you trust me? Well, I've got a little bit of rope here. Can I tie you with the rope to the tree, and then and then I'll know that you won't be able to eat my friend Buffalo. He sits at the other side of the forest clearing, and, and then I'll go and get my intelligence. All right, hurry up. The tiger sat down by the tree, and then the human put one end of the rope around his neck, and he tied the other end to the tree trunk. Tiger, he was hot. He lay down to go to sleep, and then he felt something under his bottom. He opened his eyes. There was the human. The human had gathered up some dry grass and was saying, Sit up a little bit, tiger. Let me put this under your bottom so, so you can rest more comfortably. Oh, you're not so bad. All right, put some underneath my shoulders as well. And underneath my back. All right, hurry. Ah, oh, I like that. That's nice, yeah. And then he fell back, down on the ground, and he went to sleep. He wasn't asleep for very long. When he heard something, then he smelled something, and then he felt something. His body, it was all warm. His body, it was all sore. He opened up his eyes. The human had lit a fire underneath them with all the dried grass. The tiger jumped up. And he pulled and he pulled and he pulled at the rope, broke the rope and he ran up into the hills. And when he ran up into the hills, back up near his cave to the mountain pool, he jumped straight into the mountain pool. And when he jumped back out, his body was no longer sore from the flames of the fire. But he looked at his reflection in the water. He was no longer beautiful and black. Now his body had the colors of the fire upon it. Orange, yellow, and a flash of blue and white. And that, my friend, is how Tiger got his stripes. Hey, wonderful story. You're having a lot of fun with that, we could tell. Yeah, you made it really contemporary, I noticed. Oh, it was great fun doing that story. They did it in a little house above in the Wicklow Mountains. They're just south of Dublin. It's in a little house, recorded over a weekend. 
So to finish off the album, we thought we'd just spin that one in there. And it's nice. It starts with the, 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 the English accent. And, and it's good to put a contemporary slant, slant on an old, old story. Mm -hmm. And stories, they swirl around the world. They reinvent themselves the whole time. And I really enjoyed that about it. You know, it's good to keep a, a tradition going and, and put new ones into the pot. Stew it up. Speaking of accents, I know you speak Gaelic, or as is known in Ireland, Irish, correct? T Could you Tommy speak some kind of Squelianish? Is Michelle? Is a Scalime? Arkanish Tom Emaconium Locklea? Is Scalime? What I was just saying is, I speak Irish, my name is Neil, I come from Galway. At the moment, I live in Dublin, and I'm a storyteller. Yeah. It's wow. even Lumskiliot. I love storytelling. I love that. Didn't that great, Dan? Yes. Those of you at home, just hit that subtitles button and uh, you'll be able to pick up the actual... Uh, <laughs> I love that yes, language. Great. I love it. By the way, Neil, every time we have a guest on the show, we'd like to have him do an American folk song with us live here in the studio. And we were trying to think of a good a good appropriate song for to do with you we thought about maybe i've been working on the railroad because didn't a lot of the, your irish countrymen come over and work on the railroad over here in america that's right heading over to the rockies yep building it across that'd be a great song to sing let's do it great stuff. let's roll up our sleeves because here comes the old train now that's actually me blowing into the mic <laughs>
wonderful singing on that, Neil. Storytelling and singing both. Terrific. Boy, oh boy. You know, for a storyteller, you're a heck of a dancer, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> God, you raised me up. Uh, you guys you just raised me up. Well, a lot of time. Singing of two cherubs here. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been called a cherub, but oh, I was at one time. That's right. So what do you got going there? What's, uh, what's in the future for Neil? Uh, this summer, we're sitting down and we're getting a couple of more CDs out. Going into the studio, one for younger kids. Mm -hmm. A mixture of my own stories, traditional stories from Ireland and around the world. And then we're going into a castle that happens to be haunted. Wow. And we're doing a series of stories for young adults. And I'm really looking forward to that because we're going to do a DVD of it as well. Oh, great. It'll be out later on in the year. And we're going to go and do it in, right in the heart of Ireland. It's a real isolated little community. Really excited about that. And we're going to bring along a group of youngsters who'd, who'd come and see me often telling stories in Ireland that I've got to know over the years. And there's particular stories they'll always request and like. And we're going to do those ones. Raise raise some hair in the air. Oh, and you'll be out traveling the world telling these stories in the future too. Very much looking forward to it. A lot of touring. The storyteller's life. Yeah. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Gentlemen, Gurumila Mila Mog with Gunair. Thanks very, very much. It's been a pleasure. Slan. Slan. All right. Then. He, he speaks and good Irish. He is good, very good Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah very good. Uh, you can catch all of us on kidsmusic.com. You can see Neil, Dan, myself. And don't forget to uh, check out uh, all of our podcasts, some great uh, artists. Right, Dan? That's right, John. Thank you. See you later, Dan. Bye. Slime. <laughs> I'm just kidding and he's just kidding. Just kidding is what we do. We're just kidding and they're just kidding. You kid a little bit too. When we feel like singing, we invite some friends. We'll have some fun and laugh a lot and hope it never, hope it never. I'm just kidding and he's just kidding. Just kidding is what we do. We're just kidding and they're just kidding. You kid a little bit too. Just kidding and he's just kidding, just kidding is what we do. We're just kidding and they're just kidding, you kid a little bit too. When we feel like singing, we invite some friends. We'll have some fun and laugh a lot and hope it never, hope it never. I'm just kidding and he's just kidding, just kidding is what we do. We're just kidding and they're just kidding, you kid a little bit too.